What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell. It's my honor to serve at our Buchanan campus with the women's ministry. And today I'd like to share with you some verses from Isaiah 53. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. It says this, Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and as one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. Maybe like me, you've been walking through a difficult season of life. Yes, there are joys and so much to celebrate, gifts and blessings from a good, good father but many of us are treading deep waters and sometimes it can seem like we're alone in that vast, endless sea. I remember when I was about 13, there was a song by Bette Midler that was pretty popular. The lyrics talked about how from a distance, the world looks beautiful, harmonious, hopeful, peaceful. The chorus says, God is watching us. God is watching us. God is watching us from a distance. I loved to sing that song, and I remember talking about it in the car with my mom and making a comment to her about how wasn't it so great that there was a song about God on the regular radio. She explained to me that though it did seem like a pleasant enough song, it was actually really terrible theology. Our God is not only a far-off God, watching benignly from a distance, and such a distance that all looks peaceful and easy. Far from it. He sent his precious son, Jesus, right into the thick of the reality in which we live, right into the middle of poverty, death, disease, political and social unrest, abuse, loss, failing marriages, failing relationships, failing systems, failing organs, and weary hearts. He came. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. If I'm honest, I've had a really difficult few years, and even this week I'm facing some things I'd really rather not face. But this I know to be true. These times have steadily and faithfully continued to uncover the mystery of Jesus and allowed me to see and to know him more clearly. I've spent three of the last four years really fighting some intense grief and loss and anticipating grief and loss that's yet to come. For much of that time, I was stuck, seeing only dimly and incompletely the fullness of Jesus. I convinced myself that to grieve, that to lament, was somehow a slap in the face of my Savior. I believe that to grieve and to mourn was to say that I don't trust you, God, that it's not good, and that I don't believe that you're for me and not against me. And that wasn't true. 
I do believe that he is good. I do trust him. So I thought that by soldiering on and just raising my hallelujah, that that was the best way to glorify him. Please don't misunderstand me. Those weren't entirely wrong thoughts, but Jesus has revealed himself to me so patiently and kindly. And through his word is revealed that he has not asked me, he has not asked you to turn a blind eye to pain, suffering, grief, or loss. Far from it, he himself is the man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He is the great I am. He is the bread of life, the light of the world, the door, the good shepherd, the resurrection, the way, the truth, the life, and the true vine. Verse 11 of Isaiah 53 says, Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. He is not far off. Psalms 34, 18 says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. He doesn't tell us to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, paint on a happy face, or fake it till we make it. No, he put on flesh to dwell among us, and his spirit now resides within each of us who confess him as Lord. Matthew 5, 4 says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So if you are in a season of deep loss, grief, confusion, fear not. He is with you and he is with me. He isn't telling us to dry our tears and get over it. His word says in Psalm 56, 8, that he keeps track of all of our sorrows. He collects our tears and records them. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. So if like me, you have somehow believed the lie that grief or sorrow can't be tolerated or shouldn't be felt, I hope today that you will continue to uncover the mystery of Jesus and see clearly the man of sorrows who sees every tear, feels every loss, and gave himself up for us. Lean into him. He can handle this grief. He can handle this pain. These few moments together are insufficient for all that could be said about the process of grief and healing and hope. And certainly there is joy and peace amidst our grief. It's so important to remember that Jesus is acquainted with grief. How can we not grieve sin and death? But here's the difference, friends. As Christ followers, we grieve. Yes, we are allowed and encouraged even to grieve to the one who is most acquainted with our grief. But we grieve not as those who have no hope. We have a hope and in Christ alone, our hope is found. So friends, take comfort today that for all who are in Christ, not a single tear is unseen, not a single sob unheard, and not a single moment that you are not fully loved and held by the great I am. I pray that as you go throughout this week and as you continue to uncover the beauty and the mystery of Jesus, that you will see clearly the one who loves you fully and completely as you are, where you are. And he is a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, who longs to carry your sorrows and your burdens and to share those 
and to heal those and to give you peace and comfort that only he can give. We have hope, friends. We have a hope of a future. We have a hope of victory over death and sin. It's already been won. So today I pray that you'll walk out that freedom. And if that journey, if that walking out includes some sorrow and some grief, I pray that you will find peace in the midst of your grief to feel it and to give it to him. You are loved. You are seen. You are known by holy God, the great I am. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.